0: Welcome to our very first episode of the Body Goals Podcast. My name is Gary, and I would like to introduce to you the head coach here at Tough Team and your host of the show, Adam Glossop. Adam, how are you today? I'm good, thanks, Gary. Yourself? Yeah, I'm good. Cheers, mate. Cool. I would also like to introduce you to our nutritionist here at Tough, Christy Glossop, aka Mama Tough. Christy, how's it going?
1: I'm good, thanks, guys.
0: Cool. Well, let's now dive into the show. Hit the music the Body Goals Podcast by Tough Team. We reveal the raw and real stories behind our amazing transformations, the training, the diet, the emotions, the hurdles, mistakes, what worked, what didn't, what happened after they got to their goal. It's all here on the Body Goals Podcast. Cool, mate. In this podcast, we discuss things that pertain to health, exercise, nutrition, and supplementation. These things should always be undertaken under the guidance of your doctor or healthcare professional, and it is important to remember what works for our guests may not work for you.
2: Thanks, Gary, for covering off the business side of things, and welcome to the Body Goals podcast by the Tough Team. My name is Adam Glossop, and I'm the head coach here at Tough Team, uh, joined by my fellow host, Christy. Hey. And today on the podcast, we have our guest and team member here at Tuff and coach, Sarah. Sarah, how are you going?
3: Good, thanks. How are you guys?
2: So Sarah, you've made somewhat a complete transformation from a client, three or 12-week transformation to competing. Uh, now you're moving into working as a coach. So let's go back to the beginning of where it started. Can you give us a snapshot of before you came to Tuff?
3: Um, well, working as a chef basically had no regards for my future Um, health just going to the pub most days after work probably ordering pizza or kebab after not much exercise if any at all that was basically day in day out
2: so you had some uh pretty relaxed lifestyle there was no exercise diet was kind of whatever happened at the time yeah um so what happened next
3: um just I was unhappy in myself so I just knew that something had to change.
2: Did you do anything before you came to Tough in regards to training and nutrition or did it all start there?
3: Oh, I think I I tried the shake route, lost some weight for my wedding, before that um, went to another PT and had some good progress there but then wanted to join somewhere with my partner so we found here. And what brought you to Tough? What made you decide to come here? Think it was just all the transformation pictures, just seeing that there had been great results and knowing that I could be part of that. So you started off with our twelve week transformation.
1: Our twelve week transformation is kind of is more for gen pop clients. It's about changing habits, it's about getting fat loss, but not necessarily about weighing everything out, more kind of going on portion sizes and gradually making improvements and building habits
3: how did you find that part of your transformation definitely struggled to start with because the chef for me was like oh no this is wrong that's wrong I've, <laughs> I, I know about health I know about food <laughs> which was what were your thoughts I couldn't I couldn't remember that now but I just just remember thinking that it was just slightly off from my version of health which yeah. hadn't gotten me very far so yeah. I did dig my heels in to start with a bit and then Once I started following it, weight just started falling off. Yeah, and you
1: did really well and your body did cooperate very well and you seemed to just kind of, I was surprised that you say that you um, were a bit rebellious against it at first because you just seemed to, whenever we would say, okay, Sarah, can you do this? You'd go, sure, like you would just take it on straight away and just do it and, yeah, you were really easy to coach.
3: Maybe from later on, but I, th- I yeah. think for the first part I was still drinking a little bit and yeah. just making little lifestyle changes <laughs> bit sad. by bit.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, and that's how it should be too. The thing is, is that when you first start your transformation, you don't have to weigh everything out and follow a diet strictly. You just have to make gradual changes and you'll get results. Yeah, it doesn't have to be overwhelming. Some people come and they feel like they have to follow it to a T tee. But what we try and explain it is if you just make some improvements week by weeks, so you'll get results and that's all you need to do.
2: So it's not always about big drastic changes.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, if you want drastic change, then sometimes that's what you have to do, but it's more about progressing through different habits and implementing yeah. them into your lifestyle.
1: Yeah. And the 12 week transformation is to try and teach you a bit how to eat for life which is different from our photo shoot transformation and comp prep, which you went on to do.
2: For you, Sarah, like you, you had progressed to a certain point before you then decided to do the photo shoot for you. Why did you join that photo shoot group?
3: I guess it was just a mental challenge and just kicking the last of my bad habits. Just wanted to see where else I could take it. And you're enjoying it? at that point oh definitely
1: yeah and your husband Liam did the photo shoot with you too and he did really
3: well as well yep that was very handy having someone eating exactly the same way and yeah different portions
1: yeah definitely
2: do you remember the figures and maybe Christy can help us out with there what was your starting point when you first walked into the door I mean we a lot of people who are probably listening have seen your transformation photo because it's one of the large comparisons from before and after
1: hashtag chasing Sarah
2: chasing Sarah I missed that. That's
1: a hashtag. Is it? <laughs> yeah, they want the transformation.
2: <laughs> what was your starting body composition? What were the What were the stats? Do you remember?
1: I think it what would have been that? high twenties. Yeah, yeah. And then we tell so we so we usually start clients off in our twelve week transformation, and then if they want to progress to photo shoot, which they don't have to do photo shoot, um, we say for girls they need to be under. to start which is my 20% on the calipers not necessarily you might be different on a DEXA scan and they need to have kind of we need to have know their body well before they start the photoshoot transformation we need to have them healthy and they need to know what they're in for because the photoshoot transformation does become more strict where well, you have to weigh everything and really follow the plan hundred percent. We're getting better and better at the photo sheet transformation I think. We give we kind of really warn people.
2: It's experience over time of yeah. having more and more groups through and different personalities and yeah. people who have, you know, maybe not done this type of thing before compared to people who have been with us for a longer period of time know what
1: they're in for yeah the photo shoot transformation and you were a perfect candidate for this because you were really enjoying the process and you thought of everything as a challenge and that's what we want for the photo shoot people because we kind of tell people if it's just that you want to look hot in a bikini we can still get you to that but that's not necessarily the photo shoot transformation the photo shoot transformation is full-on and you have to embrace and enjoy the challenge yeah enjoy the process because it, it does take up a lot of your time and yeah whereas it's not kind of so much a lifestyle thing if you just want to look hot in a bikini then keep doing our 12 week transformation which might become longer than 12 weeks and take it a little bit slower and yeah
2: so from the photo shoot, you then decided to go on and get into a, a teeny bikini. Because she was
1: looking so hot at photo shoot and she your, had
3: ICN shoulders.
2: Get your brown on and step on stage.
3: The first time I ever wore a bikini in public. Was it? <laughs> yeah.
2: Wow. So not just like on the beach, you actually went on stage and that was the first time you got into a bikini? Yeah. Okay. So how, how did your transformation and everything you did leading up to that help you in that preparation like just tell us about that
3: um i think i just felt a little bit lost after photo shoot and needed a goal um and cat from here was competing so yeah it was just great to have a teammate and go along the process with someone and you really didn't want to get up on stage in a bikini did you no i think i was more interested in the challenge of it than mm. the actual end
1: which result. is good too yeah yeah but and i remember yeah I remember you saying that you were really scared and you were really getting out of your comfort zone, but you kept on saying something like something about embracing
3: your fear and oh I guess if it doesn't if it doesn't challenge you, it doesn't change you, so you've just gotta have a healthy little bit of fear in there and just keep pushing to work against it yeah
2: do something that yeah. scares you every day yeah
1: yeah <laughs> yeah you had you had a really good mindset that whole time, like yeah. You embrace the challenge and you're always like, no, I'm scared, but I'm going to do it anyway. Just nailing um,
3: limiting self-doubts. Yeah.
2: So there was all of those uh, fears. For you, it was great that you were able to um, have a successful comp. Um, You got a few placings. There was lots of celebrations, lots of photos. That was cool. Then post-comp, talk us through post-comp for you. Hey, what?
1: Tell us about what your parents... You were standing right in front of your parents... (laughs) Oh, they didn't recognize
3: me. (laughs) Where was this? At the table um, where they were sitting at the comp. I went up to say hi and I'm just like, who is this person?
2: (laughs) (laughs) So literally you came down from the stage and you went, you'd finished and you walked into the crowd and you saw your parents and you said.
3: Yeah, I just said hi. And they just gave me this funny look like, who is this person? (laughs) (laughs) I remember on photo shoot day two, I
1: walked in and I'm like, who's that girl? We've got some random girl in that way, did she? <laughs> you did really well.
2: Okay, so moving back to my last question. Thanks, Christy. Post-comp talks through that.
3: Um, I think I did okay for a couple of weeks until just back in the kitchen and I had all sorts of cakes staring at me and I just tried to eat everything in front of me. <laughs> so yeah, definitely learned from that process. The most important diet is the diet after the diet and coming out of my next comp I'll definitely be a lot more careful to reverse and do everything the right way
1: yeah and look we kind of take on a little bit of that responsibility too in that um we've gotten much better at really warning people about post comp and post photo shoot um in that that can be the hardest part and that photo shoot and comp prep does doesn't finish on the day that yeah that you need to kind of come out of it and not just go woof I'm finished and go and eat everything in suddenly and completely change back to how you were before we do not a long reverse diet but we need to more um you need to keep coming and we need to keep exercising discipline while we reverse diet you to find what your maintenance calories are and just kind of teach you um okay that was too much food for you or that worked well you maintained at that and kind of getting you back also getting some people like so you get you you get someone like you who comes and goes well i'm gonna eat all the donuts now but then you also get some people and after comp prep they go i don't know what to eat now i don't know how to eat i don't know how to be normal and so we have to help them get back to normality after that too and go it's okay to eat these things now it's okay to introduce here go and eat this go and try go out for dinner and eat this come back and we'll remeasure See, you didn't gain fat
2: or whatever and yeah basically it's like your own little science experiment and unless you're checking in and um measuring it's the same as when you're working towards a goal unless you're testing and measuring you're not really seeing how you're progressing so also post-comp um yeah testing it's like we're going to add this in now see how it um works with that but not also just the body composition of it but also the mental uh side of things so for you um interesting question I have for you is, did you have post comp a new goal?
3: Not necessarily, not at that time. I think tried the powerlifting, um but hip just would not keep up with that. That's right. Um, and I have to say, you didn't
1: gain that much weight, but you I just remember at that time you did struggle with um you did seem to have some kind of food issues in that you'd kind of eat too much and then feel guilty but you've looked fantastic this whole time it's you definitely haven't gone um yeah you've you've looked fantastic the whole time so we're not saying that (laughs) but it's more just I remember that you were struggling a bit psychologically I think
3: yeah is that
1: a fair statement or not
3: I think you get a little bit scared after from being in two preps so close together you get scared of eating normally again so you kind of you try to stay away from things and you avoid them. And then you introduce them and you're like, oh, wow, that was incredible. I can't yeah. just have one piece of chocolate. <laughs> I've got to eat the whole block. Yeah. Um, And then, yeah, just trying to make up for a lot of missed dinners with um, hubby. So yeah. going out to eat a lot.
1: Yeah. yeah. And because you're real foodies. Yeah. And being in the restaurant, it makes it extra hard working in the
3: restaurant. I think post-comp next time it'll be figuring out what my priority is and not priorities because peanut butter and pizza are great priorities. But if... You want to maintain your body comp or close to it, then priority needs to be that and keeping them as treats. Work work towards your dinners.
1: Yeah, and keeping them as treats. And so treats are a rare pleasure. The definition of treat is a rare pleasurable thing. Rare isn't every day. And I and some of the tips that we give people, just kind of going back to normal eating because the here's the thing is that our world is just set up to make it so hard to stay lean it's just how a word is set up where convenience, like food. convenience there's just food everywhere whereas hundreds of years ago they would if they wanted to cake they'd have to go and get eggs from the chickens and go and walk down to the shop i don't know however long away and get their flour and everything and then they would bake the cake whereas now we've just got food everywhere and so I think realistically it's a constant battle. It's why it's so hard for also, people. Also
2: also it seems like every time somebody has a good meal they're like, "Ah, oh, I've been so good, I deserve a treat." That's
1: yeah, not what a treat is. Treat is
2: rare. Or I've eaten good today, I deserve a reward. No, the reward is that you have a healthy body and it's yeah. performing properly.
1: And some of the things like getting back to normal eating would be, you know, still prioritising protein at most meals and still having lots of veggies, foods that fill your tummy up um, without the calories, always drinking lots of water once more. Drinking lots of water helps you, stops you from overeating and snacking, always staying active and then, yeah, keeping your treats for, um, you know, the occasional meals kind of thing.
2: So before we wrap it up today... um So you're transitioning now into um, becoming a coach yourself uh, and working here at Tuff and um, sharing some of your knowledge and experience of having gone through that process yourself. What has, having done it yourself, being the before photo and now you're the after, and what are some of the things that you've had to work hard to overcome and what have you learnt during the process?
3: Overcoming, just really limiting self-beliefs, just it's so easy to tell yourself you can't but just push through it I I guess to start with I never really had a goal as such every time I came for a measure I was just happy that there was progress and then when you slide into a prep and then you're focusing on a number I found that harder because your goal always feels so far away so I guess just the biggest thing is just be happy every step of the progress every step of the process and just enjoy everything for what it is
1: I love that And you do in our tough Facebook group every Wednesday, you do Little Win Wednesday that you've implemented, where you ask everyone, where you go over that, like, you know, some of our goals seem so far away, but let's celebrate the little wins, which is really good. And everyone kind of says, oh, well, I did this good this week or yeah, which is awesome.
2: So you would say that for you, it was celebrating the small progress is still progress And those are the steps that you need to take to get the big goal at the end of the day.
3: Yep.
2: Awesome. Well, thank you, Christy, and thank you, Sarah, for coming in today and being on this podcast. Thanks for your time.
1: Thank you. And thanks to
2: Gary, too. Gary, we'll turn it back over to you.
0: Thanks, Adam and Christy, and great to have you in the studio, Sarah. Well, that wraps up our first episode. Woo-hoo, yeah, boy. We did it. We look forward to sharing with you more stories and meeting more of the people behind the photos you have seen. Remember to like and subscribe. Jump on social media and follow our Facebook and Instagram. You can find out more via our website chats, Hoopsies. Wrong job. I mean. www.tuftine.com.au